Hi, I'm Lisa Krause, and you're listening to the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. Hey, are you or someone you care about considering, dealing with, or being through a divorce or separation? Well, you're in the right place. You don't have to do this alone. There are people who care and want to help. Hi, I'm Dina Court, an author, blogger, publisher, and empowerment coach. Thanks for joining me on the Divorce Magazine Canada podcast. You are going to hear from our team of experts and professionals how to navigate this difficult transition in your life easier, more efficiently, and with better outcomes. Did you know we host online divorce resource groups that are free to attend and everyone is welcome? Check out the links in our show notes and be sure and join us. We love bringing experts to you. Please refer to our Terms of Service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com, and stay tuned at the end for the legal language. Ready? Here we go. Woohoo, she is back. Lisa Krause is in the house, so to speak. She joined us on episode 35. You definitely need to go back and hear her personal story and what she has learned from that. She is fun, she is fabulous, and she is foxy. Lisa is back today, and what she's telling us is what she has seen in the medical aesthetics business and how people are finding confidence in so many different ways. And this isn't just about getting your lips pumped up. We're talking about some very serious conditions that some people are dealing with and how this has given them more confidence in life and in general, and especially if you're dealing with some changes in your in your personal life. So you definitely don't want to miss this episode. Oh, and some more exciting news. There is an online conference, our Divorce Symposium, that is coming up here in September on a Tuesday evening on September 26th from 6.30 to 9.30. It's online. It's, for, it's on Zoom. Like, you can join from wherever you're at. Tickets are super cheap like early bird price is 25 bucks and it'll go up a little bit closer to the event to 35 and if you would like all the replays whether you are able to be there and you just want to make sure you have those replays or you can't attend and you do want to hear all our lineup of incredible speakers sharing so much very important and valuable information you don't want to miss this event okay let's go meet lisa let's let's hear what she has to say welcome back lisa i I'm just um, beyond excited about our first episode. So anybody who hasn't listened to it yet, go back, listen to our first show, and you're going to get to meet Lisa, hear her amazing story, all that she's learned, most of what she's learned about communication, relationships, empowering yourself, picking yourself up from those low places. It's it's just packed with so much value and so many gems and you definitely don't want to miss it. So go back and meet Lisa, but here she is. She's back. And what she's learned professionally is really interesting. And I think because of her personal story, which you will hear more of in, in her first visit with us, really has set her up to be a, a professional that can be so supportive and so empathetic with her clients and you know, just welcomes them and, and can really, really gets them, can really relate. So welcome back, Lisa. 
please tell us a bit again about what you do and why you do it. What is your why? And what are some of the client experiences that you have seen? Sure. Well, thank you so much for having me back. I'm really excited to to be sharing uh, some of this information with the uh, audience and uh, my background, uh, just high level, if if you haven't gone back to listen to the first uh, episode, but professionally, um, I do medical aesthetic business consulting and was in clinic for years working in uh, cosmetic dermatology practices and med spas and uh, really over my time of being in the industry was about 25 years. And I now, I don't do hands-on patient care anymore, but, um, used to for years and many of the patients coming in to see us were folks that were learning to, um, you know, build their self-confidence again, or getting back out there, uh, after a divorce or being, you know, coming in, oh my gosh, I've, you know, my relationship is not, Got, not going to survive. I've been asked for a divorce or I'm asking someone for a divorce, both boats, both camps, and um, just what people were doing in starting to build themselves up again with self-confidence. And so the majority of the patients that we would see that were in that situation were coming into us, uh, both men and women, lower self-esteem and uh, almost felt a little undeserving uh, didn't want to feel vain about some of the treatments that they were getting done. Um, and often had just said, you know, I haven't really taken care of myself or they're feeling like, oh, I'm starting to see my skin change and I'm seeing laxity and my hair is thinning or I'm starting to get, you know, a lot of in ingrown hairs that are making me self-conscious uh, when I shave my beard, like different things that we would hear that were affecting people's self-esteem. And so people get cosmetic treatments for different reasons, but a lot of times it's to build self-esteem. It's something that you want to change or change back to. So something maybe, you know, like looking at filler when, when you were 20 and 30, you know, your cheeks were, you know, great cheekbones, strong, strong jawline, things like that. And over time, those things start to change and with stress and with, uh, weight fluctuation with so many different things. And where people are starting to have that self-esteem issue. And so we would often see people coming in that wanted to better themselves and, and make changes. And so heard so many stories over the years. And again, like roughly 30,000 patients in that amount of time and sharing time and sharing stories of why they want to do things. And so my why of getting into that industry was I was fascinated with the hair and makeup industry and did that right after high school. And um, it was the change that you could make in somebody's self-confidence. And so when I was doing back doing hair and, uh, and things like that, you'd see where people would come in and their, you know, roots were grown out and uh, you know, they, they weren't feeling great about themselves. So even their posture and how they presented themselves when they would come in to the salon and then when you touched up their makeup, their hair was done, they would walk taller, check out every mirror before they got to the front front to pay and things like that. Or just you could see the self-esteem confidence change. And so after a few years of being in salon, I 
was looking at uh, maybe going into nursing to assist a plastic surgeon because I thought that was very fascinating. So just, you know, leveling up in the beauty industry that way to, to different offerings and then got into, uh, I met an amazing, um, he was a ears, noses, and throat surgeon. So an otorhinolaryngologist, and he had a laser center in four different locations. So Saskatoon, Regina, Calgary, and Edmonton. And he was a remarkable man and so talented. And so he kind of was one of the pioneers uh, of the few of them that brought laser medicine to Western Canada. And uh, yeah, it was it was really interesting, um, the crossover between how much time you'd spend with a patient and how much they would tell you and the stories that they would tell you. So, so many people would divulge, you know, different insecurities that would affect their relationship and the breakdown of that and how we could change some of that stuff. So my why ended up being, you know, a long-winded why of really helping people with self-esteem and self-confidence. That is so super cool. That is very interesting. And the time that you this this time span from when you first started to now, from the outside looking in, have you also seen what I think we're seeing is far, far higher acceptance for yes. people? Yes, like it used to be so rare, and people would not talk about if they did have something like that done. It wasn't something, you know, you, you, they maybe came in incognito, <laughs> like, I don't want anybody to know I'm getting this stuff done. And um, I've never tried it. And so I, I'm curious to know more, but I see so like so many do it. It's, it's openly talked about. It's more highly accepted. Um, and I applaud that. And I love the motive behind it because I think that has changed. I mean, I can speak to tattoos when I was like the first probably 25 years of my life. Those were like, no, people just people didn't get them. If they did, they were probably in some bike gang or in jail. And now it's the coolest thing. And I have a bunch of them. And I love that there's it evolves. You know, there's a it changes. There's more acceptance. And we talked about that in our in our first episode about how divorce and separation that the perception of that and the acceptance has changed. And so I'm so pleased that what you're seeing that you've been part of that, like ground level in some ways to, to help educate, to help care and offer people this amazing uh, technology. It's and seeing being in it for as long as I, I have, it was before the hybrid of the med spa really even existed. And in seeing the change that it made in so many of the patients that, uh, that we saw over the years, it's now, and, and it used to be more around vanity and the people that would be coming in the first thing and, and predominantly early on, like there was maybe a 5% men coming in versus 95 women. And so the percentage of women coming in, like there were so many of them that came in and, and we'd start the conversation. And they'd say, well, now I just want you to know, like, I'm not vain or anything. And they always wanted to preface. They felt this need to share with me, like, oh, I I'm doing this because, you know, I, 
I want it, but I don't want to feel vain. Am I silly for doing this? Do people actually do this? Like there was so much of that. And now, you know, Botox and filler and, and things like that. It used to be Hollywood's elite. That's who would get those things done. And now it's as common as a Manny Petty. Like there's, and more men are embracing it. It is crazy. I was in uh, Paris for World Congress this year, and it was phenomenal. Some of the stats that were coming out, um, you know, this being a $511 million or billion dollar industry. And then for men, it's now at, at for 2023, heading in the direction of $166 billion that men are getting into. And I applaud them. Like, it's amazing for men getting into this industry. And, and half of them, when I was still in clinic, it was like, well, my, my, I'm here today because my wife told me I needed this appointment and she brought me in and I, she thinks I should get this mole looked at and taken off. And she thinks that maybe I should get my back laser haired, you know, and, and it was like, you know, all this coming in. And now men are like, oh, I'm coming in because my wife does all of these treatments and she's looking 10 years younger than me. I was just asked if I was her dad and hell no. So I'm coming in and now I'm going to get, you know, my brows done, or, you know, you can work out as much as you want as a guy, but it's not going to affect your jawline. You jaw, jaw lines aren't built in the gym. They're built in the kitchen and in a, in a you know, <laughs> like their office that where they can give you some filler to give you a great sharp jawline. Like there's so much acceptance around it now. And it's more looked at as like self-care than it ever is around vanity or anything anymore. It's gotten so, you know, especially COVID. I mean, post COVID, I mean, you looked at it and we had really a captive audience where a lot of people educated themselves on, okay, well, what is this stuff? And there was downtime and everybody took to social media and, you know, different things, you know, when they weren't watching Tiger King, they were watching, oh, God. right? Heaven forbid. Um, you know, when, when that was all going on, it was, you know, you educated yourself and we had platforms of this is what, you know, PRP hair restoration does. And this is what you can do if you're losing your hair. This is what you can do if you want, you know, inch loss, or this is what you can do hormonally. This is what you can do for anti-aging. And it really blew open the doors of, you know, I think it, the stat was like 44% of folks are more apt to get into anti-aging treatments, products, and things like that than they are, they were post- uh, pre-pandemic than post-pandemic. And so it's amazing how the em embracing of this has gone. Like you eat well for your heart and your health and you exercise for your body. And, and it's just now the maintenance, like you don't color your hair once and then never color it again. Right. You don't brush your teeth once and then expect the dentist to do all the work. Right. So it's, we're taking better care of ourselves. Like 30 is the new 60, 60 is the new 30. You know, it's that looking good, feeling good, a part of self-care, a part of men mental health is really doing things to make yourself feel better. And a lot of the patients that are coming in looking for treatments today are not looking to, you know, we don't have people that are 50 coming in and they want to look 20 again. They just want to look damn good for 50, you know, and, and I think it's certainly something to be celebrated. I love that. I just love it. You have, I didn't know where we would go with this conversation because when we talked before, I was really intrigued to hear more about what you've seen. 
and the conversations you've had with clients. And I just, I, that's amazing to understand their, you know, what are their motives, but how do they feel then once they're in the door and, and then how that has, you've seen that change really fascinating. And it affects relationships. I, um, I remember one client super, super impactful. Um, she came in looking for laser hair removal treatments for her full face. Um, and she had uh, polycystic ovarian syndrome was shaving her full face every day would wake up before her husband and shave her full face, put makeup on. And it wasn't something that she could keep up with. Like she was getting a five o'clock shadow and it really had affected their marriage for years with intimacy and things like that. And crazy impactful. They, we ended up getting to be you know, friends as she was coming in often and getting these things done. And it was so remarkable, the change that I saw in her after a few of these treatments, when she came in, she had long hair, head down, shoulders forward, just didn't look confident. And by halfway through, like her hair is getting shorter, her posture's better. She, her weight is down. Like she's looking and feeling great. And it was by the time she was finished, her and her hubby were moving. And by the time she was finished, she looked like a different person. And I remember her, and I'm not usually an emotional person, but this makes me emotional. But um, she came in and her husband came with her and they were moving. It was the last time I was going to see her. And um, she came in with her husband and he specifically came in because he said, I need to thank you. Um and he was emotional. She was emotional. I was emotional. It was huge. Um, he said, you know, you have no idea what you've done for her. Um, you've given me my wife back. We had no intimacy. She wouldn't ever let me touch her face to kiss her. Um, a lot of this was really difficult and hard on our marriage for years. And she felt bad about spending the money on it. And uh, apparently had hid that from him for the first little bit. And it was absolutely profound, the difference that it made. And to see a man get emotional about that, I mean, it was next level for me on my commitment and my why of why I do this. And not always is it cosmetic and superficial and things like that. There's conditions that people suffer from that are, you know, psoriasis or eczema or different, you know, acne or different things like that. Um, HS, so hyper uh, yeah, medical term that nobody would probably know, but HS is, is something that's huge. And those are boils and acne under the, under the arms in the groin. And, and they're very painful and, and things like that. It's, you know, there's so many people out there in the derm world doing, uh, work around bringing attention to these, these things that are affecting relationships and um, some remarkable folks out there for advocate, patient advocates of some of these different, you know, skin issues that are causing people a lot of, you know, in their personal life, a, a lot of stress and strain. And so that was something that was a game changer for me in why people come in. So not only my why, but why folks are coming in for treatments and how it really affects uh, relationships that we have on a daily basis. Wow. Uh, and again, I'm happy you clarified that because there is a misconception around 
what you do, what your industry does, and that yeah. it isn't just all cosmetic. There is a plethora of dermatology type of uh, conditions that people are just thinking that they're stuck with for life yeah. or it, it wasn't, it was, it was minor and now it's become, you know, very disruptive to whether it's relationships or even their comfort quality so, of life even right yeah. yeah thank you for sharing those stories that's really fascinating now is there anything people can do to uh, find out more information about what's available to them you know is a consult the best way and also do you have any tips for people just as a fun thing that they could be doing to improve their skin health or, uh, I mean, we, we've got a lot of motivation in the first episode and there's been more here too, you know, just encouragement that to do, to really consider taking care of yourself and, and investing in yourself if this is, if this is the way, but yeah. So if you have any tidbits that you would like to share, that'd be amazing. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Um, I think if you're considering something, here's the thing about our industry, it's very overwhelming, but because mm-hmm. there's almost a med spa on every street corner now. And the biggest thing that, you know, people want to know is like, well, where should I go? Because everybody out there, you know, they all say they're the best, right? And so yeah. it's like, okay, well, who do I go to? And so things that if you're considering going to see someone, um, you know, checking out their website, their social media, um, how long have they been doing this? Do they have before and afters, you know, some third party validation or some testimonials, obviously they're never going to put out any bad pictures or testimonials, but you can at least see the work that they do. The biggest thing that people, you know, don't want is to look overdone. And there's a lot of that too. Like I want to look better, but I want to look natural. So looking for places that do natural results and not always are you going to jive with the person that you first have a consult with. So sometimes having a few consultations, checking a a few different places or asking friends or, you know, where have you gone? Do you do this? You know, it's easier to talk about it now, but I think checking it out, going for consults and being, you know, open to what this industry can offer when it comes to self-confidence and, and knowing that it's okay to spend money on yourself. It's okay to do things that help you feel better. And to not feel bad about it or, you know, we, we have a tendency to, you know, as humans, we should all over ourselves where it's like, I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't do that. Well, I should do this. I should, you know, it's like, go check it out. And there's lots of different clinics that offer membership programs or different ways to save because a lot of this stuff, the first thing is people are like, oh, I don't want to look under overdone. And it, that shit's expensive. Well, you're not wrong. Uh, you know, it's, it's pricey, but things that you can do is starting with really great skincare. And when you look at it, when you go for treatments in a clinic, uh, or a med spa, you're typically going in every 30, 60, 90, 120 days for something, because you're going in for corrective treatment. And so it's in-house correction, but you can do at-home prevention. There are some amazing skincare product lines out there that if you're washing your face morning and night, which hopefully you are, um, you can do a great job of just products at home if you get on a great medical grade skincare and maybe going in to do a few little tweaks or t- tweakments, if you will. And <laughs> so it's not that you need to look, you know, nobody's going out there trying to make you look like 
you know, something that that you're not. So you just want to make sure that to look at the staff, when you go in for a consult to these places and they're like, oh, we love giving natural results. And then that injector's lips look like the tail end of a baboon that that's going to tell you right there. If the staff's overdone, how they actually feel about what the treatment, you know, natural results actually is. And so look at the staff, look at the service provider. You can kind of get a good indication on, you know, and then before and afters. And so I think it's, if you're thinking of this, um, like, don't, don't feel scared about it. Don't feel bad. Um, there's lots of different individuals that are out there that are doing great work in our industry, locally, across Canada, across the world. Uh, but Canadian wide, we've got amazing service providers that are there to help you feel your best, look your best, support you in your journey, uh, whether it's a skincare journey, whether it is a relationship journey that you're needing, you know, some confidence around, uh, so many different options for people looking at getting back out there or improving their relationship. Maybe the relationship has been on the rocks. There's lots of that where it's like, you know what, I'm going to start taking care of myself and that's going to have you feel better. And you're going to exude a different energy when you're feeling better about yourself. You're going to be a better parent. You're going to be a better spouse. You'll be a better sister. When you're feeling top notch and investing in yourself, you know, do self-care Saturday, self-care Sunday. Even if it's like a small walk, upping your water, I'm good to take my own advice. (laughs) (laughs) Aren't we all? Yeah, right. I after talking to you, I'm actually considering maybe uh, losing my virginity in this area. <laughs> <laughs> well, let me tell you, it is it, uh, you won't regret it. There's lots of great things out there, and I mean, really, why not? Again, we go back to life is short. Why not look your best and don't like stop wasting the good looking. Go do something with what you've been given to enhance those good looks. Everybody's got a feature that is something that's their asset. So whether that's your, you know, you're conscious about the little fine lines around your mouth or the fine lines around your eyes or the pigmentation spots or, you know, anything. Yeah. Anything head to toe, right? Just do it. (laughs) I love it. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. I'd like to say you thought of that, but you're right. Nike came up. That's Nike. Give credit where credit's due. I don't, I don't need anybody coming after me. (laughs) Thank you, Lisa. This has been really, really interesting, I have to say. And I'm sure even for anybody who has some experience in this, just some just some confirmation and some um, reassurance that what they're doing is beautiful. It's, it's incredible that it's an investment. It's a show of self-love, a show of self-care. And what you create internally because of your external appearance is going to ripple out and, and really bless everyone around you. Because uh, if you've loved yourself more, others are going to treat you the way you treat yourself and you will also have more to give. Yeah. Get, get living your best life. (laughs) Hopefully you heard something today that helps you wherever you might be in life. Do you have questions or a suggestion for a topic you want to know more about? Let me know. Check the show notes for all the contact information. Follow this podcast and find us on social. Know anyone who might find this information helpful? Be a friend and share it. And hey, 
Thank you for hanging out with me today. Keep smiling that beautiful smile. The world needs your sunshine. It means a lot that you spend this time with us and meet our experts and professionals who can help you through divorce or separation. Please refer to our terms of service available on our website, divorcemagazinecanada.com. The link is in the show notes. Our disclaimer, divorce resource groups, blog, and all content, including our podcast, is intended to educate and provide quality, credible resource information. The contents should not be used as factual until consultation with the appropriate professionals for any guidance. Divorce Magazine Canada does not constitute endorsements for nor liability for any claims made in the presenting of this information.